Welcome to Ageless by Rescue. This podcast is devoted to exploring the science of rejuvenation, uncovering the most trusted experts, the must-have products, innovations, and technology in the field of vitality, aesthetics, new beauty, and cosmetic enhancement. Dr. Nina Wines is an experienced laser, cosmetic, and procedural dermatologist. Dr. Nina also specializes in scar management and women's dermatology, especially skin disorders caused by pregnancy. She's the co-founder and principal dermatologist of Northern Sydney Dermatology and Laser, Sydney's largest specialist skin and laser clinic, and one of Australia's leading dermatology practices. Dr. Wines is known for her individualized treatment of her patient's skincare needs. She loves skincare. And she is a really approachable, intelligent, and candid expert on the subject of pigmentation. Her approachable and caring style of work, alongside her honesty, ethical practices, and innovative and up-to-date advances in her field, have gained Dr. Wines a highly regarded reputation. She also teamed up with Clinique Australia as their local derm. Dr. Nina Wines regularly provides her expert dermatological knowledge to the media. In this episode, I spoke with her on the subject of pigmentation. Pigmentation is one of the most highly searched skincare concerns on the net. And Dr. Nina shares how we can treat this pesky skin condition, both topically, internally, and with aesthetic intervention. You will love this episode with Dr. Nina Wines, and I'm so excited to bring her to you. Please join me as I take you through this episode with one of Australia's top skin experts, Dr. Nina Wines. Well, look, exactly right. Um, it, melasma can affect all skin types, and to me, skin is just skin, and it just varies in its in its um, in, in its. its color and tone and then treatment varies depending on the color and tone of the skin um, and melasma knows no boundaries with any ethnicity or um, but it is more common in people with darker skin types because the darker your skin is the more melanocytes you have in your skin and effectively these are little uh, octopus shaped cells at the bottom of your skin that emit their pigment into the surrounding skin. So the more you have of those, the more chance you have of developing um, pigmentation. So absolutely, um, you know, skin is just skin. And it, um, you know, it for, for me, as a, I just approach the, the problem that presents me in front of me. So whether that be, you know, olive skin or dark skin type versus white skin type, there's you know, a vast array of different um, approaches that you take based on the uh, problem that's in front of you. Is that correct? Am I correct that those back then, that was kind of your only two options? You could either bleach the skin or, you know, do IPL and lasers. Were they the only two options before? Absolutely. And of course, people do try their own at-home options um, that they try at home, but generally, that was the approach, just the topical bleaching agents in combination with uh, use of lasers. But lasers have since been found to potentially make uh, the melasma worse. In hands where they don't appreciate the different ways of performing laser uh, for people with uh, pigmentary problems, laser has to be done very cautiously with a lot of experience in different skin types. It's not a one-size-fits-all 
treatment. It has to be done based on scientific evidence and what the literature shows works um, for for the skin. So it's exciting now because there are many, many more options available for people um, to manage it. So what do you do in your clinical practice now? Yeah, I I love treating melasma, but I have a very, very consistent approach. First of all, I think realistic expectations are required and I use a combination of prescriptive and at-home treatments uh, topically. And I also then have a structured plan after three months where some people with very, very severe melasma can be placed on a new oral tablet. It's not new. It's been around for a while, but now clinical evidence shows it's very, very safe. And that's oral transemic acid used very cautiously in the right people who don't have risk factors. And then I can, after I've got those things going, I then have a structured uh, laser routine that I would manage the appropriate lasers in the appropriate skin type that's in front of me. So it's a very, very consistent approach. And I think it's really important. Um, A lot of people come to me and go, I used this cream for six weeks and it didn't work. But I said, I say to them, look, you really need to use this cream for six months to see results. You know, it's not a quick fix, but we will get you there. And I I always just promise them that don't despair. We will get you there. This is treatable. It just requires time and consistency to get there. So that's important just to say to people, just keep at it. It will like anything, you'll get there. What are the ingredients that will actually work on mm. pigmentation without causing that inflammation and that, you know, bleaching where we don't want to see, you know, a white patch or a, you know, a grey yeah. patch? Yeah. I think most topicals, um, when used in an effective way, won't cause a white patch on, on olive skin. So I just want to reassure you, even if you were using hydroquinone, you're not going to end up with a big white patch on your skin. It's just not what happens. But the irritation is a very annoying problem, that, as we've already mentioned. Um, some of the literature is now talking about a number of products and licorice extracts, um, uh, for instance, is a common one that's talked about. Uh, then there's uh, kojic acid, azelic acid. Uh, there's glycolic acids and salicylic acids but all all do have the chance to cause a little bit of irritation but if used correctly with moisturizers and with other products that reduce your irritation it's very very uh, possible to manage your melasma without causing too much discomfort on the skin but the thing that you said to me and I think it was a couple of years ago when we met Mm -hmm. at an event or it was at a function you said the most effective way to get a result is compliance You've got to stick to something. Absolutely. When I listen to you and I literally, I would follow a skincare regime. I would use the serum. I used Mm. my even better correctly, compliantly together with my Mm. sunscreen. I got great results. But if you use anything sporadically, it doesn't work. It's exactly right. And it's a really common, common problem that I face as a clinician is that people come back to me and they'll say, it didn't work. And I said, well, how much of the tube is gone? Because <laughs> <laughs> if only a third is gone, then I know. Um, so that's my first way of finding out how um, compliant they are. So I'll say, how much How much of the tube have you used? And then I'll say, you know, results take time. You need to stick with things. And with pigmentation, it's like stick at it, stick at it, like six months, 12 months, like keep going. And 
um, it will happen. It will, results will come like anything, like exercise, like, like absolutely everything. So um, this is a common issue um, that we face, just trying to get home that message of realistic results and giving it time. Things don't happen quickly, um, particularly with pigmentation, but we will get there if you keep chipping away at it. Sure. What what yes. would be a good regime that we could do at home that you would uh, advocate? And what are some of the things that we should really steer clear mm-hmm. of if we are yeah. prone to pigmentation? Yes. So with pigmentation, it is a lot about what not to do. So I'd like to um, explain that first. Don't pick your pimples because um, when you pick a pimple with olive skin and above, you're causing your pigment cells to release pigment, and that makes it oh so worse so don't pick your skin don't rub the skin aggressively because if you rub and scrub skin you're going to cause those little tentacle those little octopus cells called melanocytes which is like yeah literally are like little octopuses they have these little beautiful arms that extend into the skin and release the pigment you're going to cause them to release their pigment into the surrounding skin just only use reputable brands don't, um, you know, that's very, very important. Don't um, buy anything on the black market. Be careful with what you buy on the internet. It Just because they say it works, it doesn't mean it does. So that's what not to do. <laughs> then what to do. So consistency. So and sometimes not overdoing it. So having your own routine of trusted products that you use with very, very good effective ingredients. So uh, in the morning, cleanse your skin moisturize with active ingredients and then of course can i just interrupt you what active ingredients do you like for people suffering from pigmentation what you know there's so much information you're a dermatologist Mm -hmm. what would you say if if you know if we were to pick some top key things to Mm -hmm. add what would we be doing yeah so ingredients and brands are much like um clothing (laughs) there's so many different brands of clothing and like which one is the best which one you know works skincare is a bit like that there are so many vast brands out there and really they'll all get you from a to b but it's just about how much ingredient there's no one one ingredient that works it's just about using something trying it and sticking to it so all those ingredients we talked about azelaic acid kojic acid um you know those sort of ingredients glycolic salicylic um they're all very very effective for um if used consistently um so i don't like i just like to say that people are always saying to me what's the what's you know the one the one brand or the one ingredient it's about sticking to something and and sticking to trusted brands. The brands that have been around forever are around forever for a reason. They are around because they work and they've been shown, they've never disappointed people. They've never harmed people. So, the I like to advocate brands that have been around and tried and trusted and and have evidence behind them. And um, so, you know. I don't like to sort of say you must use this one ingredient and it's going to work. It's just about keeping at it and, and not expecting results in two weeks. So you um, mentioned so, vitamin C before is a great product or, uh, or green. Would that be mm-hmm. as part of your, so you'd cleanse, you'd use something um, with, you know, vitamin C or something so in the morning? I, I, 
So you apply your products thinnest to thickest. So I would cleanse and then use a serum because it's it's the it's a very thin uh, product. The serum um, delivers high concentration of active ingredients to the skin. So I'd use a you know a, a serum with a specific ingredient in it that you have at home uh, that you know isn't a uh, an effective ingredient as we've just mentioned all those different products to try and then I would moisturize and my, if I'm worried about pigmentation I would have an ingredient in that product that helps the um, pigmentation um, I tend to get a bit of rosacea so I'll add in some um, uh, an anti-redness treatment for me but we're talking about pigmentation so you want to stick to those products that reduce pigmentation and then of course it's boring. We all know it, but sunscreen, sunscreen, um, and understanding sunscreen is very important because um, you want to cover the full spectrum of UV. So UVA and B, a broad spectrum sunscreen is super important because people don't understand that UVA penetrates through windows and it's off, it can, it's a very important spectrum to consider. In, um, and, and, you know, SPF only man, man, measures UVB predominantly. So you want to ensure that you're using a UVA blocker within your sunscreen. So, Is it ever too late to treat pigmentation? Like is, is you mentioned, you know, uh, for some people, it, they've really, uh, the pigmentation is really settled in. Is it ever too late? Well, I, I don't think... It's ever, ever too late. I, when does a woman start stop caring about her appearance? I, mean, I have 80-year-old patients who still want me to help them with their skin. You know, why do we ever stop caring? When you stop caring, it's sad, isn't it? So, no, it's never too late. It's never too late. But the interesting thing is melasma um, improves with age. You don't see too many people who are older getting it. Um, oh, it tends good. to be sort of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So post-menopausal, once you get past that menopausal area, um, pigmentation becomes, um, that melasma-type pigmentation becomes less of an issue. So that's a win for you out there, girls. <laughs> Ageless by Rescue is brought to you by Rescue Me Academy, Reignite Your Relationship course. Love your relationship but miss the early days? You're not alone. This course will teach you how to identify your issues, stop the fighting, find what you need to be happy, re-spark intimacy, and keep the lines of communication open. Join us at rescuemeacademy.com.au to learn more about the program and to download your first free lesson. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and if you did, please share and rate this episode. I'd love that. 